Welcome back to the T3 Family Podcast, where we are equipping families to thrive. Clayton, happy birthday yesterday. Thank you. Thank you. May 8th, right? Mother's Day, baby. That's exciting. At the time when I was born, I had an older brother, and they were hoping there was a women's event, and they were hoping I was going to be a girl, and I wasn't. And the next two were also boys, so my mom did not. She got her girls later in life, she yes, says. Yes, yes. So. And she has some yeah. good girls in yes. her life, yeah. but yeah. Well, that's so exciting. Yeah, a fun 38 fact. years old, just getting a little older. Found a gray, Kelly found a gray the other day, which I'm excited Congratulations. about. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, good. They say you get your hair from your your mom's, your mom's dad. Yes. And my so grandpa, what? when he went to be with Jesus, was, I think, just kind of turning gray. Wow. So, I mean, did I he think, have, and he must have had hair left. So a lot of had, hair. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Dark hair, though. A little different. But so, yeah, 38. It's going to be a good year. Feels good. Yeah. yeah. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. We can, uh, it's, it's fun. I think birthdays are cool and kind of goes along with our topic today because we're yes. talking about purpose. Yes. And like, I always feel like every year on my birthday, my birthday is December 31. So that's a fun birthday that too. A, it's a very fun birthday. I know. I'll turn 40 this it's year. It's a party every year on your birthday. That's awesome. It is. <laughs> it's, a, it's great for an introvert like me. That's yeah. like, I don't want to be around people, but it's New Year's Eve. They drop that ball for you every year. Every year. I went to New York and this was crazy. That ball is not as big as I ever pictured. It's like only 12 feet tall. Like, and so when it was up on a, yeah, when I was, it was up on a skyscraper and I'm like, that's not impressive. But Hmm. anyways, um, so yeah, a December 31 birthday, but I always feel around birthdays. I start to just, I don't know, just talk with the Lord. Like, what are we going to do this year? And like, yeah, yeah, what are your plans and how can I partner with you? Which plays in today because we're talking about our final core value. Purpose. Purpose. Yeah. Purpose is tricky. So I I actually think of this for a while this morning. I don't know if we're going to have many good answers for anyone, but I hope we ask good questions. Yeah. And uh, sometimes we like to have the answers, but yeah, then... I think questions are so much better. So I, I, ask questions I like, I am a person that likes stuff all wrapped up neatly in a bow. Yeah. And so like, as you've been asking, like, so for people that don't know, this is our process for podcasting Clayton and I, and mostly Clayton, I'll give him all the credit <laughs> comes up with all these like amazing notes. Cause he's like reading about things. He reads books about it. And, um, I'll put like two lines in and I'm like, that's perfect. That's what I'm going to say. Um, so anyways, as you've been adding more stuff to the document, I'm like, you're, I feel like I'm, it's been good. You've been challenging me to think more about like, how do I view purpose mm-hmm. and why is it important yeah. to know about purpose yeah. and yeah. why it was important enough that our leadership team put it right. as our, one of our four core values. Yeah. So, so I think it'd be good to start. Would you kind of run us through the, the core values yeah, yeah, so we yeah. can kind of hear the language and then. And then we'll just, we'll kind of see where we go today. Yeah. So with purpose, it says, uh, the kind of the definition underneath that is that we are sent with significance for kingdom impact. Um, our highest purposes are to love the Lord, our God, and to love our neighbors as ourselves. We're invited into a divine rhythm of rest and expansion in knowing Christ and making him known. We are committed to living generously, joyfully sharing time, talents, and treasure for the glory of God. And then the final one is Jesus sends us with his authority, empowered by the Holy Spirit to daily release his kingdom, creating disciples here, near, and far. Hmm. So 
that should really just clear things there up we go. for you. All done. Just <laughs> sit, sit with that and just go. So, so I'm listening and we've read it and we've been talking some. And I think one of the things that as I've been just trying to do some research, one of the books I, I like around purpose and just life, how to live life is called Garden City by John Mark Comer. I like John Mark Comer. I do too. And uh, I think the subtitle is like work, rest, and the art of being human. I was like, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> Right. And so one of the things he talks about in the book though a lot is I'm listening even I'm listening to our, our statements is I can very easily like separate like Jesus things and like life things. And I don't know we can almost create like a divide between mm-hmm. like the kingdom coming and like what I do on a normal day. And so yeah. like, I don't know. Like I, you know. Um and so and that's something it's not supposed to be that way. Right. You know, so like it says daily sentness, which it's kind of sentness for me is kind of a weird word. I think it's hard to say for me, sentness. Sentness. So, um, I don't know, one of the things I really like, so this is, I mean, I think I've said it here before, but daily sentness, like, so what do we do? I was reading a book, I probably talked about it here, um, it's called Analog Church. And the guy was talking about how we as people and as a church, because we have so much access to so much information now that we, uh, we're losing what we can actually do. So how he does it is, and you can do this at home. I think I've done this in churches. You put your hand in front of you, right? And you look at your hand, you see your hand, look past your hand. When you look past your hand towards the wall, like you can't, you no longer have five fingers. You have like eight, nine or 10 fingers. Mm -hmm. You can't see your hand anymore. It's very blurry. And so he's saying it's because of all the information we have now when it comes to purpose and what we're, how, how we're supposed to live is we miss what we can actually touch, okay. what we can actually do. I thought that was really, really good. Yeah. Like as you read about all the problems in our world and all the things that are going on in different places around the globe, well, unfortunately, I mean, sometimes you can do stuff about that, but a lot of times you can't. Right. And so we... And that's why I love that we're talking about loving our neighbors like near us because mm-hmm. we can touch our neighbors. Yep. Like we can actually impact them and who they are. And some of us do have larger impact. Yep. We have ability to do more, I guess. But I've really been wrestling with that. And in the book, he goes on to say that he thinks this this division between the spiritual life and like normal life was created by pastors, people oh. who were trying to elevate what they did. And so we almost create this idea that if it doesn't happen within the church context, it's not really very Christian, which I know we're not we're trying to not use the word Christian yeah, right here as much trying anymore. To be disciples. Right. And disciples like a daily process. Yeah. But they kind of created this almost like, well, if it's not within the church confines, it's not really a very good thing. So then your job can't be very good because it doesn't have anything to do with the ch- church. But that's not that's not true. That's not true. At all, right? Daily sentence. So I don't know. What, what what do you think about that? Yeah, I liked how you were talking about how um impacting what's close to us, what we can see and touch. And then I was just thinking of how that can cause such a ripple because then if, if something I say encourages you today, Clayton, and then you go home and it encourages Kelly and then Kelly talks to a friend and wherever, you know, like how it can just ripple into the world by just our small act of obedience. Right. Right. So, yeah, so I don't I know. Like so I, for me, I end up blending. I think what I do with my purpose, which I th- do. You, do you do that? I mean, in fact, they're. I don't know. Like my work, my vocation, and my purpose. I think it's like I can't divide them because if I divide them, then I don't know. It doesn't seem right to me. Yeah, I. Um, 
uh, sorry, I have so many thoughts in my head. See yes. everyone like we've been talking, like purpose is such a hard thing because I think my wanting to define it so easily is like, well, our purpose. Okay. Why did God create humans? I believe our purpose is to love the Lord, our God with mm-hmm. all our whole heart, soul, mind, mm-hmm. strength, mm-hmm. and love our neighbor as ourself. Right. But how do we do do that right. that st- that doesn't mean well that's all we do so i don't because we still we're on earth right so right. we do still need to pay the bills and we right. do still need to um interact with right. people and so um yeah what what is our purpose in everyday life and this was something clayton can you answer this for me hmm. is f- the will of god <laughs> This is all such like nebulous terms. Yeah. Like, well, let's say, so the will of God is that our purpose to follow the will of God, because I just remember my example of like purpose in life. Um, I think it was so stressful when I was trying to decide where I wanted to go to college. And Mm -hmm. as a young person, I thought, well, if I pick the wrong college, then am I not doing God's will? And then am I not, am I totally going down a wrong path? Like, Mm -hmm. how do you, how do you know this? And so, um, yeah. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts around that? Like purpose tied to the will of God? Well, I think, you know, hmm. that's funny. <laughs> I wish we'd have had that. I, I don't know about purpose. <laughs> we had a really funny thing beforehand where Becky said, I don't know what to say about purpose. <laughs> We're going to insert it all throughout this. Um, what I think is so great about God is that, uh, you know, I was listening to someone recently. They were saying they were doing the best they could. And, and they realized as they went forward that they could have done it probably different. But a wise person said, you did the best with what you knew. Yeah. Like wh- what you had, like you did your best. And so you seem to, it, you did. And so as you're trying to figure out where to go and what to do sometimes, I think God is, is oftentimes so kind to us. He says, you just, there are things I hope you do, but I'm going to be with you regardless of mm-hmm. what you choose. And, you know, as followers of Jesus, if we're in step with the spirit, I think he's going to walk with us and help us make decisions. And it's just hard to know, you know. We've referenced this gentleman often on this podcast, Tim Keller. Yes. You found a definition. He has a definition of work, which could also tie to purpose. Mm -hmm. Can you read that for us? I love it. So Tim Keller said that that work, vocation, purpose is uh, rearranging the raw materials of God's creation in such a way that it helps the world in general and people in particular thrive and flourish. So in the book, John Mark's Tain Lie, he says, so the world begins in, in a garden, but he says, you have to realize it's like, it's like an untamed, it's like, it's kind of a wild, it's a, just, there's so much raw, there's so many raw materials there. And he, he would say is that then it ends in a city. So in the course of this, of human history here on earth, and when, before he comes, it goes from being a garden to a city. A lot of things ha- have to happen for a garden to become a city. Mm-hmm. So we as people, you know, who began the garden, get to help uh, tame these wild things, these, these raw materials, and we get to develop something. And so he goes on to say is that we need to see ourselves more as partners with God and bringing his kingdom here. Mm-hmm. And, and how we partner is primarily what, what we do. And, and, you know, because he breaks down the day. He's like, so let's say you sleep for eight hours. Let's say you work for eight hours, but even you have to get to go to work. You're getting ready for work. And yeah. you leave work, you're commuting. You're probably still thinking about work. So you sleep for eight. You're probably working-ish for 12, which leaves mm-hmm. you with four. Um, 
And he said that he makes a joke that then that means you're just watching Netflix, which <laughs> whatever streaming device yeah, you want. Yeah, yeah. And so that 12 is really important. That's where we partner with him mm-hmm. in what you do every day. And so um, he was saying as you do things, as things do, like yeah, he uses lions and and trees and stars, like you, you can notice the star, you can notice the line, you can notice the tree, but do you, do you see what's behind that? Do you see what made that thing? So I'm not sure I'm making sense right now, but what we do in the day, do people notice what we do or do they notice what's behind the thing that we do? Do they experience something different in how we live our life through mm-hmm. our work or through our schooling or purpose? Um, he said, that's the beauty to being a Christian. That's partnering with, with God. There's something different in how you conduct yourself and how you build and how you create. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that, though. You're rearranging the raw materials of God's creation, and you're, you're making things with him that yep. bring him glory, which helps people thrive and flourish. So mm-hmm. I thought that was a pretty good line. That's good. So, but yeah, I don't know. You know, I, it'd be actually would be fun for people who listen to give us some feedback on this. You know, we don't ever really do feedback, but you, as you listen to this, as you wrestle with purpose, write Becky and I an email, um, mm-hmm. uh, Clayton K at TRC Pella or Becky D at TRC Pella.com. And, um, yeah, this is, it's challenging. It is. You know? And so I don't, what, what's going through your mind here, Becky, yeah. as you're thinking about all this? So, um, when I, so how I was talking about some really hard decisions when I was younger, which I think a lot of people go through, like, Mm -hmm. what do I want to be when I grow up and what, um, should I go to this college or not go to college or should I marry this person or do we need to go our separate ways? Um, how, how many children should we have? You know, like there's just so many decisions that impact life. And, um, what I wish I could go back and tell like 16 year old Becky from, you know, this very wise 39 year old Becky is, uh, what I've observed now in life. So you tell me since pastor Clayton, if this is (laughs) an okay observation, um, there are some things, I think there are some times where, where God is like, I, want you to attend this college. Mm-hmm. I think there are some times that God is like, I gave you free will. Yeah. And so there, I want, I want to partner with you and what you are choosing. Mm-hmm. And so, yep. If you choose this college, this is great. Let's do it. If you choose this college, that's great. Let's do it. I want, I want to be with you in the decision-making. I want right. you to pray. But I think right. sometimes I would get almost like decision paralysis because I was hmm. so scared that if I would go out of God's will for my life yeah. or my, the purpose he has for me that I was just going to mess everything up. And like, right. you know, I thought maybe, maybe something will just like explode and I yeah. <laughs> like what, what's going to happen. Yeah. And I just think there are times like I said, I think there are times where it becomes really obvious and, you know, paying attention to doors that close and things like that. But sometimes God is like, for real, yeah, choose and let's do this together. And let's, what, what do you think about that? How's that? I also think too, like, do you think like, is your, you know, so if you're trying to, we're trying to to navigate those things wisely, what we're supposed to go and what we're supposed to do, like you, you bring in wise counsel, like you ask people who know you and you trust them to, to speak into it. So you're not, I think you're saying you're not just, 
just choose whatever. And you're not saying that. You're saying right. you're you're asking, you're praying, you're you're, you're working through it. But sometimes we put so much pressure on ourselves mm-hmm. to make the perfect decision. Um, we don't, just don't do anything. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I have a quote on my board, and I like it. It's by G.K. Chesterton, and uh, it says, uh, "Anything worth doing is worth doing badly." Oh. And so we always say anything worth doing is worth doing well, right? But when he, what he goes on to say is that well, when you first start doing something, when you first start going in a direction, you're doing the best you can. Mm-hmm. Later on, you're like, man, I could have done that way better. But if you would have never done it in the first place, you wouldn't have ever done it. So yep. sometimes we get so, like you're saying, paralyzed by what should happen, not happen, and we just don't do anything, mm-hmm. um, which I think is an easy thing for us to fall into. Yeah. Paralysis by analysis, right? Isn't that yeah? Analysis paralysis, analysis, where you're paralysis. like looking at all the options and wondering, right. like, which one should right. I do? Right. I'm just going to go ahead and venture that, uh, you know, when we at nighttime, when I pray for my girls, our prayer every night is that uh, not just that Kai and Coda become all they're created to be, but that Kai and Coda and mommy and daddy become all that we were created to be. Mm-hmm. So you don't never start, stop trying to figure this thing out. You know, there's many points in life you're like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do or where I'm supposed to be. So it's a lifelong process, but I love that prayer. I think my parents used to always pray that for me and that we become who we were created to be. Because mm-hmm. um, unearthing what you're supposed to do, your purpose, um, you have to dig. It's, it's work to figure it out who you are. And um, I think God puts things on our hearts that we just love. Yep. And we'll talk more about that, I think, next time. Yep. We have yep. some questions for us and for you, your family to, to yep. kind of think through. Um, it just requires work, you it know? It does. And so uh, we, that's what we said at the beginning. We don't have any answers today. <laughs> but hopefully we just ask some questions that help you ask some yeah. questions. And like what a, what a cool thing to think about, about your own purpose that God has for you on earth and bringing the kingdom of heaven to earth. Like what's your role and your purpose in that ultimate goal. And then what a, what a delight that we are also invited to like call it out in other people. Like that's a piece that I love so much about, um, working here at third and being able to encounter people and like just helping call out like some of the passions that maybe they are not even seeing and, um, being able to do it for my family and for, um, friends. So yeah, I think that's just another, another cool piece that we get to do around purpose. Yeah. Well, it's like you're saying, so like when you're at points in life where I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do, um, what happens when somebody who knows you says, I see this in you, yeah. you know, and so That's that is huge. such a freeing, it, it can yeah. help you pivot and go a different direction when someone says, yeah. I, I see this in you. Yeah. And how often do we not say those things to each other? Mm-hmm. I always, I like it. If you think the people in your life know how you feel about them, what you see in them, just assume they don't. Yep. You and should probably say it tell again. them, you know, just, you should probably tell them. Yeah. Say it again. So, no, maybe, maybe we leave it there this week. Yeah. So I guess as for you, um, as you're listening, uh, maybe think back to people who have said, spoke things into your life. Um, I'm not sure where you're at currently. Maybe you're trying to figure something out or, mm-hmm. uh, maybe you're in a rut. Um, maybe fun to like, just to, to think back, like who has said, so here's one. So I never wanted to be so vacate, but what we do and our purpose, like they're all, they're kind of intertwined. And so I, I never wanted to be a, a, a pastor really. <laughs> um, it just looked like a lot of work. Talking for people freaked me out. And uh, 
lots of things. But my uncle, from he tells me this story. When I was five, he had just got done giving a sermon. He thought it was a terrible sermon. Mm-hmm. And I went up to him. I said, Uncle Ken, that was awesome. I told him all these things that he did. And from that day on, he always told me, whenever he saw me, that I don't, you might do lots of things in life, Clayton, but I think, I think maybe you're supposed to be a pastor. So my whole life, he's been saying that to me. It's so funny. That, so I tell a story because go back, if you can, just for you as an adult or listener. And what have people said to you? Look yeah. for a common theme. Uh, perhaps there's something to how you are to be sent each day or mm-hmm. um, where you're being sent to. That There's a common thread that yep. people who love you see those things in you. And uh, just write it down. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think, Becky? I think that's really good. Yeah. Yeah, if you're kind of in a place in life where you're like, I don't know if I'm doing what I was made to do, that's a great place mm-hmm. to start. Yeah. Or to affirm, like, I'm doing yeah. what I'm supposed to do. This, right. as you were talking, this popped into my head. Like, why am I sitting in front of a microphone recording a podcast right now? <laughs> but this is a funny thread, and mm-hmm. I've I wrote about it when I I took the journey class here like three or four years ago, mm-hmm. and um. This was just an interesting thing. So when I was probably like in fourth or fifth grade, my sister and I had like an old boom box in our room and we would make a radio station. So we had BMV RMV radio, which was our (laughs) initials, super cool. And we would like, I would read stories on it and we would interview people on it. And like, so we kind of had a little talk radio. Hmm. And then when I was in eighth grade, like, this is so random. Like, what what classroom has this? But in my homeroom, in the back corner of our classroom, there was a radio station, hmm. like, at Pella Christian Grade School. And they had a, um, a radio station. It was probably, like, 88.1 <laughs> FM. Like, nobody, I don't even know if, radio, if your radio could go all the way that far over. But, like, and I don't know that anyone listened to it, but my friend... Her name was Becky as well. And we had at noon, we would go in there on Tuesdays or something. It was like Becky and Becky playing Broadway at noon on Tuesdays. <laughs> and so I do. And then I, there was another time where I was like, got asked to be a guest host on KCWN. Hmm. And so like, it's just fascinating to see that thread yeah. of like, yeah. kind of like the radio esque. And for a little bit in life, I thought I did want to be like a radio DJ and yeah. um, do that. So all that to say, like, yeah. You know, when sometimes I'm like, what am I doing here? I'm like, there's been little pieces, little hints about this all throughout my life where apparently I think I have good things to say and people should want to listen to me. Well, and we do (laughs) that. You have many good (laughs) things to say. That's not true at all. Anything except purpose. I I don't know what to tell you about purpose except Uh. that it's it's fun to work it out on your own. And and we'd love to walk alongside you and do that too. But anyways, yeah. So look for things in your past that maybe can point to yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. some of your purpose, what you were made to do. Yeah. And where you're supposed to go and, and how you're supposed to go do it. Yeah. So. Good. It's good. Do you want right. to end with a blessing? Yeah. God, I, uh, we just bless everyone who's, who's tuning in, who's listening with, uh, man, would you just give them your memory? Uh, would you help them to remember all the things you see in them? The things that, the ways that you try to break into their life, into their story to show them that this is, this is who I created you to be. And in that place is life and there's freedom, there's fun because it's just in us. So I pray you help them to remember. Uh, maybe they put aside some time today or tomorrow just in their devotions, five, ten minutes, just to remember. And I pray you meet them there. 
We pray that in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us for this T3 Family Podcast. Thank you.